Chad had also been sent back to the van, although he was currently pacing in the parking lot. He hadn't fared as well as Lou and had puked up his guts at the first glimpse of the body. Sliding her cell phone into her dive team jacket pocket, she shifted toward Callum, pulling the Velcro loose and then unzipping the heavy, waxed zipper that ran the length of his back. Even with everything that was going on, Lou couldn't help but notice that the neoprene did nice things to his ass. It wasn't the first time she'd made the observation. She wished she could be as oblivious to his obnoxiously perfect form as he appeared to be to her much more average one. But sometimes, he just couldn't be ignored. And at those times, it was almost impossible to control the stupid things that came out of her mouth. First body? He asked, peeling the suit off his massive shoulders. His thermal underlayer had a wet ring that spread from his collar halfway down his chest, outlining the shape of his pecs. She shivered. Yeah. Doing okay? He wasn't looking at her. Instead, he was stepping out of his suit, his focus on his feet. She considered the question. I think? The uncertainty in her voice brought her a quick glance. He considered her for a long moment but then must have decided she wasn't going to collapse in shock. Good. Rob wants a word. The idea of reliving the past hour was not appealing. Lou made a face that was wasted on Callum, since he'd grabbed the back of his thermal top and was pulling it off over his head. Her heart sped up, though she blamed it on the upcoming chat with the sheriff. It had absolutely nothing to do with the beauty and definition of Callum's stupidly perfect chest. Maybe I should, you know, recover here a little longer. You're fine. Go. She sighed and went. The half second of sympathy from her team leader was obviously over. Climbing out of the dive van and slamming the rear door behind her only a little bit harder than needed for the latch to catch, she looked around and saw that poor Chad was throwing up again. Derek must have been enlisted as babysitter, since he stood fairly close although far enough away to avoid any splatter. He caught her gaze and waved her over. Suddenly glad that she had to talk to the sheriff, she made an apologetic face and pointed toward the ice. In return, Derek offered a rude gesture that she pretended to ignore as she moved toward Rob. Field County Sheriff Rob Coughlin was easy to spot. Not only was he the size of an ex-college football star, but he also had what Lou could only describe as presence. She imagined it was useful in emergency situations. Even if he hadn't been wearing the tan uniform, she could have pegged him as both a cop and a leader. The sheriff saw her coming and focused his attention on her. Louise, he called out when she got close enough for him to greet her without actually yelling. Hey, sheriff. They'd met a couple times in passing even worked a search and rescue up together once, but this was the first time they would actually have a conversation, or interrogation, or whatever. Up close, he didn't lose any of his appeal. His dark hair was mostly covered by his hat, leaving only his lightly silver-flecked sideburns exposed. Midday stubble created just a shadow of a scruff over his cheeks and jaw. Everything about him was hard but appealing, from the lines of his face to the muscles in his body. Maybe not grumpy Callum-level appealing, but still, she couldn't complain. Rough training session, huh?
Although the corners of his eyes crinkled in sympathy, he never lost that watchful appraisal. She gave an affirmative shrug. Let me just get your basic information and then I'll get your statement. He touched something attached to his duty belt, and she cocked her head to see what appeared to be a digital recorder. At his prompting, she gave him her full name, date of birth, address, phone number, and pretty much every other piece of personal data she had. Once finished, he asked, Why don't you run me through what happened? Okay. She tried to organize her thoughts, not wanting to be that interviewee, the one who sounded so dumb the cops all played the recording over and over at roll call. We had ice rescue classroom training all morning and then headed here after lunch for the practical. Why not Verde Reservoir? Rob interrupted. Wasn't that the original plan? I guess.